along with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Nightmare. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to a special edition of Ghost Chronicles Next Generation, because we are endless. So this is the uh, Ghost Chronicles Analyst Edition. So uh, I am Ron Kolick, your host, the gatekeeper of the realm of the unknown, the unexplained, the unbelievable, the mystical, the magical, the macabre, all that crap. New England's own Van Helsink. And with me right here, sitting on the couch next to me, all the way from Scotland, is Stephen Scott. Hello, Ron, and good evening, everyone. Uh, everybody loves your action, you know that. You just make all the girls swoon with that. <laughs> it's all the R rolling that we do. Oh, R rolling, yeah, I. And the, I. the, the heavy. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I was actually telling you about my name, Kolik. And uh, Kolik, uh, I used to have a store, and it was called Wooden Peg, it was a craft store mm-hmm. as well. And I took it because that's what my name means in Polish, Wooden Peg, but it also means wooden steak. Yeah. And of course, I'm known as New England's own Van Helsink. Mm-hmm. Which is something you didn't know no, at the time when no. you come up with the... I didn't, not thing. at all. So that's Truth is stranger than fiction. Absolutely. Mm. So anyways, we were actually uh, reminiscing about some of the old shows that we were watching when we were kids. And one <laughs> of them that came up was uh, Koljak, the Night Stalker. Stalker. Uh, yeah, with Darren McGavin. Did they have to uh, put subtitles under it so that you you could uh, understand what he was saying? No, not at all. No, of course you know, not. No, you know, because no, we, Scottish and... Uh, no, we understand all languages. Oh, yeah, really? Oh. We understand all languages. It's, it's you're, not, so you're like the universal translators? Yes, the Babelfish. We are the Babelfish of the, Babelfish, the UK. Yes, that's Babel for those who don't speak Scottish. And that's Babel for those who do. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> Scott, you are a spiritualist yeah. medium, and you're over here in the U.S., and you're going to be doing an event with me this weekend called Spirit Quest. Mm-hmm. And basically, it's the rise of uh, spiritualism. We look at the rise of spiritualism. We look at uh, the rise of ghost hunting back at that time, too, and how they often conflicted with each other. But basically, they were searching for the same thing, communication with yeah. the afterlife or, ex- or proof that the afterlife exists. Mm-hmm. So you are a spiritualist. I mean, um, you weren't born a spiritualist, I'm sure. No, I wasn't. Very few people are born spiritualists, by the way. Yes, correct. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of people who... It's perhaps becoming more common now uh, where the spiritualist church and the organised religion around spiritualism uh, has celebrants and officiants who can do ceremonies. For example, my wife and I were married in a spiritualist church. You're married. So uh, we are married, and we're married uh, in in a legal service. But it was a spiritualist service. Wait a illegal service? It's completely legal, yes. Illegal? Illegal service, not illegal service. Illegal service. I'm sorry, I didn't get the role there. That's okay. (laughs) Yeah, you've got to be quick with the roles. Um, So, yeah, and there's perhaps more opportunity now for people to be born into a spiritualist family. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, for the most part, uh, a lot of spiritualists came from other religions. And it doesn't Mm -hmm. mean that that religion didn't serve them Mm -hmm. accurately in any way. It just means that they, for whatever reason have perhaps themselves through life events changed 
and mm -hmm. that's what brought on their interest in spiritualism. Yeah, it's you know it's it's interesting because um, I was born Catholic and and still Catholic, and I've been exposed to a lot of. Uh, different religions and, you know, when different people that you know, were frowned upon uh, by society years and years ago, uh, witches and yeah. spiritualists and, and so forth. But to me, it's never been an issue with me. It's it's trying to understand. I mean, we're all, the way I look at it, we're all God's children, mm -hmm. whether it's a he or a she, by the way. <laughs> you know, you know, it's really you know, it's funny, though, you know. I tell you how much the church is changing in the Catholic Church. I don't know how we're going to get into religion, but evidently we're going to evidently. Yeah, go for it. Um, we were at mass uh, oh, a couple of months, a few months ago, I guess. Oh, and too loud. no, we're fine. And that was my wife, by the way, uh, Saint Jean's here. Uh, anyways, so the priest spoke. Uh, he was speaking about God, and he says, "You know, we really don't know whether God is a female, a male." Mm -hmm. He says the Bible was written back when it was male-dominated. That's right. That was it. So they just assumed that God was male. Mm -hmm. So uh, it, it's an interesting, uh, you know, the way we've changed. And yeah. I think all religions grow, and the, the tenets don't. I mean, the, the the basic beliefs of what they really, really believe in, and not the, the mm -hmm. ceremonial stuff yeah. that just muddles it up sometimes. Well, even a lot of what's written in the Bible mm -hmm. changed at times. Yeah, it was written by man. It was written by man. I yeah. mean, one of the biggest examples you've raised witchcraft here as well is the King James Bible. Mm -hmm. It was changed to state, for example, that thou shalt not suffer a witch to live. What it originally said was thou shalt not suffer a female poisoner to live. <laughs> it was nothing to do with witchcraft, yeah. but King James so wanted... So it, it was about marriage then? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what King James wanted to do, he wanted to strengthen the Christian faith. Yeah and take out the pagan faith. Mm -hmm. So he turned around the rules yeah. and rewrote what was written previous right. to suit his political gains for improving the religion within the country. And that's nothing to do with God. No. That was a man that made that decision, and it was backed by people, and it was backed by other men who then enforced that. Absolutely. And, and the, the interesting thing about it, and we talked about it a little bit later, is about as far as the people are light workers. And, and it's gone the other way, too. I mean, you know, like a lot of people that are pagan say, oh, this was, you know, this Christmas tree was stolen by the, by a Catholic <laughs> church. Or stolen by... I mean, what don't they get? It's not stealing things. It's it's adapting. It's Absolutely. growing. It's learning. And and you yeah. should be honored, not that did some horrid crime. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it's incorporating different things. Because yeah. eventually... I can see that we'll all be in the same religious well, mind. I think it's happening. Uh, I'll give you a wee story. I was in Edinburgh, mm -hmm. uh, and there's a little witchcraft shop on the Royal Mail mm -hmm. uh, called The Weird Shop. And it's run by two fantastic people, Sandra. And the, the gentleman's called Dee, and the lady that runs it is Sandra. It's not a Greece connection. <laughs> it's Sandra and Dee that run the shop. Yeah. And um, he was in the shop one day, and this contingent... There's a, a big Catholic uh, training mm -hmm. uh, facility very close at the bottom of the Royal Mile. And into the weird shop full of all this witchcraft stuff walks eight trainee priests. And he thought, oh, here we go. I'm, I'm in for it. 
and they wandered round, wandered round, wandered round, and there was one of them quite clearly in charge. I think he was like a more senior level. I don't know mm-hmm. what the levels of the training goes, but they all kind of filtered out after walking round, and this priest leaned over to him and said, you know, we're all really working for the same team, aren't we? And he was so overjoyed, he couldn't believe it. He thought he was going to get the hellfire and brimstone yeah, yeah, talk, yeah. and all of a sudden, this trainee Catholic priest from the new... Up, upcoming, you know, generation of yep. people said to him, you know, really, we're all working for the same team, yeah. which I thought was a fantastic story, you know, and it just it just shows that people are starting to understand that religion is kind of all coming together and that we are all. Well, I mean, if, if, if you look at one of the most important tenets of the the Catholic Church is judge not a ye be judge. It's not our role mm-hmm. to judge; it's God's role to judge. Correct. It's not not ours. We shouldn't be doing. It. I mean, we do this. Uh, every day to other people, mm-hmm. and, and you really shouldn't. I mean, y- your your aspect should be how you can improve people and help people, mm-hmm. rather not improve people, that was the wrong word, <laughs> how you can help people <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, with their journey, rather than how you can keep them down or, or criticize so, them or so forth. Yeah. So. Anyways, I didn't really get into religious, but evidently we're into it for nine minutes or so. But uh, so more more emails. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> but it's it's interesting. Um, a lot of people hear about spiritualism and they, and they think it's just a bunch of uh, crazy people hanging around trying to talk to dead people. Uh, so one of the things we're doing at SpiritQuest is we're actually doing a uh, spiritualist, what they call it, meeting, ceremony? A service. We're actually doing a service. A, a service. Okay. service. I never know what to call it, so I, yeah. I apologize for That's that. Okay. It's not trying to be disrespectful. It's just, it, you know, I'm not aware of it, so I don't yeah. know. Yeah. So, so it's a service, actual service. So the reason I decided to do that is that, you know, this would give people an idea of what it's really like. I mean, and not if you, if you want to criticize something, you got to know about it. I Completely, mean, right? Yes. Yeah, so I agree with that. That's what you got to do, and, I, and I've done that all my life. Is, is, is things I didn't believe in, I at least have to understand them or try to understand them. Mm-hmm. And if I still don't believe in them, well, I still don't believe in them, like mm-hmm. reincarnation. But uh, that's another story. <laughs> you know, that's the one thing I haven't been able to cross yet is that reincarnation, the reincarnation thing. thing. No. Well, it's uh, as a spiritualist. Uh, we believe that you're the spirit in you is eternal mm-hmm. and is always ready to learn. And it's that spirit that comes back here. Why do we have to come back? You, you, you choose to. But why? To learn. But you can learn without... You can learn in spirit without yeah. the, having to overcome the difficulties of being a human being. Yeah. That's the trick. It's about so learning these, to these overcome... people come back and save us then? Yes, they want to go through all this massacre and crap again. They want to get through stuff to learn to deal with it from a human perspective. Because there's no point being in spirit if you cannot help people in the human world. And the only way you can help them in the human world is by understanding what they're going through. And so when we come back, we can choose to learn if if So if you're in a spirit world, I mean, do you believe in the greater consciousness? I, I believe there is a greater consciousness, yes. I so do. if you, if you believe in the greater consciousness, aren't you tapping into all, tapping into all that anyways? But you, you, you still you learn still through the greater consciousness yes. to become part of the greater consciousness. Yes, you, you can access it, but that doesn't mean to say that you lose your personality. Oh, no, I'm not saying that, but you become part of it. Yes. You, you, like, for instance, uh, you know, like a, a being a colony, you, you, you are part of the colony, but you are separate in itself. Yes, you're still you. Yeah. And you can access it 
through, if, if you want to think of it, through, uh, uh, all spirit contact, not, not like what we're doing just now, which is verbal, is telepathic in nature. Right. It's taking place on a level that doesn't require the use of lips or, you know, tongues and teeth to make sounds. Mm -hmm. So it's, you're immediately able to access that level of communication. But that doesn't mean that, that's the same as, for me, that's the same as going on the internet and if, if I want to learn how to replumb a bathroom, mm -hmm. I can go online and read how to do it. It doesn't mean to say I'm going to be able to physically do it when it comes to handling it. Oh, right. I mean, if you see what I mean. So doing it yourself is so much... Doing it yourself is so much more rewarding. Yeah, exactly. I agree with you 100% on that. So I, I still, but I just I just don't get it. I mean, if if we are as humans souls, then why do we have to have somebody else's soul in us? Why aren't we this new birth soul? It's it's because it's it's all about that continuous progression of your human soul, the soul that is you. It's about continually progressing that within this human life, from a spiritualist perspective, mm, and know. it's about learning to overcome those difficulties. Because in spirit, you don't have them. Right, but I, I, I still think that part of our being in the greater consciousness is really what reincarnation is, is when someone has past lives and everything, mm -hmm. they're not that person. A lot of people, that's that's the thing. That's they're it, yeah. not that person. Mm -hmm. They just experience what yeah. that person experienced Correct. to the point where they believe. Yeah, you can answer. Yeah. You can, of course, that's what yeah. yeah, absolutely, because I don't really believe in reincarnation either. Well, <laughs> not I, just do me for a loop. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I agree with you. When, when you look at reincarnation, is in a past life I was a French scullery maid. Yeah, yeah. I have no recollection of this. Right. It serves me no purpose. Mm -hmm. But when I stop and I get deep down and I meditate and I, I meditate on how I feel and how I feel about things, yeah. I'm aware that there's a greater sense of me in a spiritual sense that has learned and lived. I don't need to remember what those things are. I, it's different from having you know, a kind of residual phantom memory from something that's happened before. That's all physical. The whole point of coming and learning is to expand your spiritual self from a spiritualist perspective. What if what if we are as a as a, a, a person, what if we are more than that one uh single entity? What if we are really part of the greater consciousness where we're alive. And that's why we have so many voices in our heads. <laughs> no, I mean, really, we, we have, if, when you think about it, all the different things we have, we have, you know, uh, to, to, two angels, you know, the, to do wrong, to do right. You know, we, yeah, we have that angel, battle yeah. a lot of times. Mm -hmm. Maybe if we are more than just a single-celled spirit entity, mm -hmm. if we're a group, really, um, You're talking about a, co a collective consciousness. A collective basically. consciousness. Yeah. So you and I, we're a collective consciousness. Well, this is interesting because this brings us into aspects of what uh, Emmanuel Swedenborg talked about, which is like the, the kind of Christ consciousness, which is that yeah. spiritual consciousness. You, you, you know that everybody has that aspect. Yeah. And it's, I like to think of that as like the, the kind of fundamental spec yeah. of what gives us our morality, if you look at it that way, right. and, and our knowledge of what's right and wrong, then we take it and build everything around that. You know, And then we can choose what to do with it. We can choose to come here and we might want to experience what it's like to live a life of being a bad person. Mm -hmm. We may just choose to do that because it's something we've never done. But in doing so, we actually can generate greater good for others by allowing them to overcome difficulties that they can also take away. And mm -hmm. it brings you into a whole kind of 
philosophical. Oh, it is. That's that's the interesting. I mean, that's why I love this stuff because it, it is. It's so yeah. philosophical. There's nothing we can prove. Yeah. Absolutely nothing. I can't prove anything, yeah. and I'm not going to know until it's my time and I'm back up there going, "Oh, I knew it something to do when I was down there." <laughs> I forgot. I, I do that now. I go into a room and I can't remember yeah. what the hell I was supposed to I do. I walked into level seventy-six in Bubble Witch Saga, and I completely forgot what I can do. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. Um, we talked a little bit about, uh, you told a funny story, and, and uh, I think it's uh, really amusing, about when you realized that you were a medium and you, you confronted your mother about yes, it. Yes, it was when I was getting married. Um, yeah, and it was our first oh, real... That's really, yeah. yeah, it was our first real... Uh, I'd been going to the spiritualist church for a while, but... Uh, because I, you were raised... I was raised as a Protestant, mm -hmm. uh, Church of Scotland, and my mother, not Fundamental Church of Scotland, but uh, we, we have an organisation in the UK called the Boys' Brigade. The Boys' Brigade? It's the Boys' Brigade. I love it. Right? You guys got such cool names. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's, <laughs> it's kind of like the Scout movement, but yeah. it's more militarised. Yeah. So, and it's more... It's very church-orientated. Mm -hmm. So you, you have... Uniforms, you go marching, all oh, that okay. type of thing, you know, yes. and you know, you, it's, it's quite heavy in the church. It was a uh, William Smith from Fort, well, I think it's Fort William. He came from the that created the Boys Brigade movement, mm -hmm. and um, I was in the Boys Brigade. I was in the church groups. I was all this, so I was, I was quite heavily involved uh, within the church, and um, I was raised Church of Scotland, and we didn't go to church every Sunday. You know, we were non-practicing, but yeah. my connections with the Boys Brigade meant I was in church every Sunday. So anyway, to cut a long story short, too late. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I eventually sat down and we decided that I'd, I would like to become a spiritualist, you know, dedicate myself to that. Mm -hmm. And I went to speak to my parents and I said, listen, Vary and I are getting married, that's my wife, uh, and... Um, and we're talking about that's nice, I and uh, you're talking to your mother, right? I'm talking to my mother at this point, and I said, "But uh, I'm, I'm going to get married as a spiritualist." And she immediately went, "What?" I says, "Yeah, the uh, the service will be in the spiritualist church by the spiritualist minister." And then she made this funny face, and she went, "Oh, spooky!" <laughs> Started. You can't see it, but I'm shaking my hands with my fingers out, making spooky kind of finger. Raindrop type movements, and yes, yeah, she just went, Ooh, spooky, ooh, there going to be ghosts there. And it was just a kind of kind of, you know. Did you laugh? I laughed, I laughed so hard. <laughs> uh, it was unbelievable, yeah. And uh, we all kind of laughed at it, but uh, it, my mother was at the wedding that day, and it was a wonderful, it was actually a wonderful service, man. It was a really yeah. wonderful day. Um, so, yeah, yeah, there was a, just a funny wee story from uh, my dim and distant past there. I, I thought it was a riot when you told me. <laughs> so, I'm going to give you an opportunity, and this is going to throw you off, of oh. course. If you have a question for me, have you anything you want to know about me? Yes. Anything at all. I'm, I don't care what I talk about. Wow, okay. Anyways, uh, okay. while you're doing that, Nathan says, I believe that each time the soul comes back into a body, its purpose to learn a lesson and or resolve something and becoming a different person animal puts on the path to do so. Yeah, I can agree with that. Okay. That goes slightly against the religious aspect of the spiritualist church. They, they only acknowledge the continuous existence of the human soul. Not an animal soul. Not an animal soul, but Ooh. I got into trouble. Oh, you get big on, trouble. On my platform accreditation, mm. because I said every soul, and then the queried men said every soul, and I said, oh, sorry, every human soul. 
my apologies. And they went, that's fine. And under my breath, I went, every soul. <laughs> so, I believe, so do you believe animals have souls? I honestly, Ron, believe animals have souls. Okay. I t I've seen too much evidence of it. I've, I've brought messages forward from animals, and while they don't speak to you, they, they, I've found flashes of images coming from mm -hmm. these animals for the person there that lets them know, essentially, when you deliver a message, you try to establish who a person was, uh, the relationship to the person you're talking to, how they died, evidence of the past, evidence of the present, and the reason for them being there. And I've actually had animals give me, in flash images, basically all that information. You know, and um, I, I, I find it very difficult for me to stand up and say animals don't have souls. You know, it's interesting that you say that, because... We don't know what a soul is right off the start yeah, well, with. Well, I mean, well, so that makes it really hard. Mm -hmm. But I, I kind of believe in it. I, my belief is is the Star Wars belief, uh -huh. and and that there's a force in of energy and yes. everything. Mm -hmm. And I believe that you know this energy is in plants. I mean, I think you can hurt yes. plants. I mean, when I when I started, don't make is, me do my Yoda impression. Well, you, well <laughs> you, you want to do it? Feel please. Give me it. <laughs> the four, oh, no, I'm on the spot. Uh, what's the quote again? I said, Feel the force around you. Oh, that's really good. You, the tree, everywhere. That's damn good. <laughs> that's damn good. Cushions? Mm. <laughs> See? Great. <laughs> that was good. I like that. I'm Frank Ozzy's secret love child. Uh, the, secret love. <laughs> the truth is out there. <laughs> but I, I do believe in it. And, and before I get into involved in ghosts and a yes. lot of things... I used to actually have this device called the Plant Tracker, which was a biofeedback device oh, for plants. Oh, yeah, I've heard of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and basically, you would connect it to a plant, and it would convert different reactions to audible mm -hmm. sounds. And you could tell if the plant disliked something yeah. or someone. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, I brought this to the National Teachers uh, Conference in Boston when it was, oh, God, back in the 70s. And I had a ton of people at my booth at that time. Uh, they were just amazed. And some people would walk in, the plants would react very violently to mm. it. And other people would come in, it would almost purr that they loved it. Wow. I mean, you would blow smoke in it, you get a reaction. So mm -hmm. that's how you knew the different reactions is because you would do different tests. Mm -hmm. uh, so it, I, I do believe that we all have energy. I mean, I mean, to me, I can almost feel it. I hate to say it. Um, and, you know, I watch some of these wildlife shows and, you know, and animals killing animals. I mean, that's, it's, unfortunately, it's part of the the way of life. It's actually. just nature. Yeah, yes, I mean, right. so we eat. They I mean, don't do it. Some of us eat meat. I mean, yeah. not everybody. Yeah. Bollery. Uh, <laughs> But you know what? If I had to go out and kill the, the animals t uh -huh. to eat them, I would have extreme difficulty. Yeah. But where I'm divorced myself from this, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Uh, but that's part of the natural thing. But anyways, let's go back to these things. And I actually see some of these animals that, um, you know, get killed and everything. And it, and it really bothers me in a way yeah. because I believe that they are, you know, an entity. They are mm -hmm. soul, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it's, well, a lot of what that is about nowadays is we've become disassociated from the spiritual nature of all things, I think, is, is that... Just but we, in a way, we about, have to, though. We have to, yeah. yeah. But we, we have to, as opposed to survive. I mean, as, as yeah. we start to develop more emotionally, uh, in some ways we become stronger, in other ways we, we become weaker. Yeah. Um, I have a friend who owns a farm, and on that farm, 
It, no, old, the old McDonald's song. I thought you were going to say no, that. Was, no, 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 no. I thought that was your next voice uh, you are going to uh, use. On, on that farm, they used to have sheep there. He felt nothing about killing a couple of sheep. Mm-hmm. But they used the wool. They used all the organs. They used the bones. Yep. Everything, and yep. everything was reused. And it was just part of the process there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know people who get squeamish if, if there's a photograph of a chicken on mm-hmm. a frozen chicken. You know, it, they, they, they can't cope with that. Yeah. But uh, for him, it's, it's just it was just his way of life. That's what he did. Yeah. You know, and but he he was always very reverential of those animals. He appreciated the life right. and everything that they gave up. And uh, that's happening quite a lot today, and not just the food aspect of things. A lot of people are failing now to recognise the the importance of just respecting and seeing the spiritual in all things and being very grateful for that. But we don't respect each other. That's the problem. Correct. That's a big problem. That's the problem. We yeah. just assume flip someone off and they give them a wave. Yeah, completely. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, it's about two minutes left to the break here. But, uh, you know, it, it's an interesting thing uh, about feeling energy and as a medium, you do that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, it, uh are there places that you go that you feel like sour energy or negative yeah, energy? Yeah, absolutely. It's, it, it, I tend to find that wherever people go, they leave a stain behind. And it's that human stain that you pick up. And that's more on a psychic level than a mediumistic level. When you, when I'm working mediumistically, you te- I tend to only find good energy. Maybe that's because I go into it with good intent. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, honestly, I couldn't say what causes that. But, yeah, you walk into a place sometimes and just, it's like psychic, fingernails down a psychic blackboard and it just screams at you that it's a bit uncomfortable mm. so um, yeah uh, different places can easily carry that different sound oh, we'll call it a vibration because it is it's, it's, it's like, I like the word vibration yeah. it's used a lot and I, and I, I kind of like that because that explains a lot of things it puts it a little bit neater for mm-hmm. us and, and you and can just imagine it. the waveform being disruptive right. you know really angry or and just you know it's, uh, it's like two wave patterns on a lake if they cross over they interfere with each right. other and that's it's like, just like your energy and their energy getting in the way yeah I mean that's that's the other way too is why some people uh, I think get along with each other is, is they have that same vibrational energy yeah and and so there's no conflict between them Correct. you know yeah. if sometimes if their vibration is, is off oh there's the tunes anyways so when you come back you're going to ask me that question I'm going to think of it quickly okay so you're listening to Ghost Chronicles uh, Next Generation with Stephen Scott and Ron Kolick and we'll be right back after the following messages right here on Tojanet, Pararex, Planet Paranormal and beyond Harry Price, I am speaking to you via the medium of the Ghost Box. Many of you will know I carried out the first live radio broadcast from Haunted House way back in 1936 for the BBC. Now, thanks to the wonders of modern technology, I am still able to keep abreast of 21st century ghost hunting by listening to Ghost Chronicles International on Togginet, Para-X Radio, The Ghost Channel, and even on something called a podcast. Two splendid chaps host it. One is an American who calls himself New England's own Van Helsing, although I have discovered his real name is Ron Kolek. The other is Stephen Parsons, and he is a paranormal scientist. Well, mustache, I am required elsewhere on something called a K2. 
But don't forget, I'll be listening in every Tuesday from 8 o'clock in Great Britain and 3 o'clock on the American Eastern Seaboard. I trust you will join me there. Welcome to Toginet, radio with a cutting edge. Feel the need to do some soul searching or make some changes in your life to create a more positive future? Then Circles of Wisdom is just the place for you. Circles of Wisdom is a metaphysical bookstore and more, located on Route 28 in downtown Andover, Massachusetts. We carry a large selection of books and music, crystals and gemstones, jewelry and gifts, sage, aromatherapy, and so much more, all in a relaxing and welcoming atmosphere. We offer classes on a variety of topics like yoga, Reiki, psychic development, alternative healing, and personal transformation. For guidance on this journey we call life, get a reading from one of our many readers at Circles of Wisdom, 90 Main Street in downtown Andover, right next to Bertucci's. Call us at 978-474-8010 or check us out on the web at www.circlesofwisdom.com. Lots to see and do in a feel-good place, an oasis in this hectic world. Hi everyone, this is Ghost Chronicles spanning 3,000 miles of ocean tonight uh, and this is Stephen Scott and Ron Kolek here and we're just about to ask Ron the ultimate question, the big one, which is, Ron, what was the turning point for you when you suddenly realised that this may not just be all crazy stuff? Well, it makes you think I don't think it's crazy <laughs> stuff now. I don't get that part. Uh, you know, I... I I never was interested in any of this, you know, that I, I uh, was pretty grounded, I guess the word is, well, I don't know if I would say I was grounded, I've always been crazy. Uh, <laughs> but um, a near-death experience kind of uh, headed me in that direction. Uh, uh, I had a pulmonary embolism um, when I was in the hospital because I had cut my fingers off and uh, they put it back together. Wow. But um, anyways, I didn't know if it was drugs or whatever and... And also, my manufacturing company was supposed to be haunted, even though I didn't see anything. Really? So uh, when I got out of the hospital, I had lots of time on my hand. So I decided to take a course in TV production because it was free and it sounded interesting. But in order to graduate, I needed to do a show. So I said, well, I had this near-death experience. You know, I don't know if there's drugs they gave me or what. And my place was always haunted. And I said, I'll do it on Ghost because it was some... I'm curious, I've always been curious. Mm -hmm. So I said, oh, that'd be fun to do. So I did it on that. And when I went out and started to investigate it, and uh, I soon realized there was a lot that I couldn't explain. So that's kind of how it happened. And the, the more I do this, of course, mm -hmm. the more I learn. And yeah. I, and if you listen from, like, the first shows that I did to to now, my opinions change as, yeah. as well as they should. Mm -hmm. um, things I believe in today may be different in the future. You know, I might believe in reincarnation in the future. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, and that's really important that you keep that open mind all the time. But you got to be an open mind. You've got to be open to change yeah. every single time. It doesn't matter what aspect you're in. Because uh, how do you feel that today's ghost hunting methods and the, the way people are approaching ghost hunting is shaping up now? And how do you see that changing? Well, it's changing because of all the TV shows. Mm -hmm. and And that's the way they do it. And... Fine, if they want to do it that way. I, I see some people, like uh, another Steve I know, uh, gets offended by some of the stuff. But it is what it is. I mean, if people like it and they watch it, fine. It's yeah. you know, I do my thing, and I never try to get pulled into all the drama that's accompanying our field and in your field too. Mm -hmm. uh, so 
it's in a lot of ways I feel is the same. Um, but yeah, you just do your own thing. And that's the way I look at it. As far as right or wrong ways of ghost hunting, I don't particularly believe uh, there is a right or wrong way. There's, you know, whatever works for you, if that's fine. So it, it's kind of a cop out, but that's the way I am. I've always gone my own way. Mm-hmm. You can go your <laughs> own way. <laughs> Yeah. No, and again, really, really important that everybody has to find their own way in this because everyone's beliefs, uh, no matter what you're doing, if you're out right. looking for ghosts or if you're out, you know, learning to be a medium or whatever, you have to it's find your, your own way. It's all your perspective. Yeah, absolutely. Because you know, in fact, it's all your reality. Yes, yeah. And how how big a part do you think that belief has? Oh, it does. It always has a hat, as it does. It depends on... On you know, for instance, if you were raised by a particular ghost hunting show, mm-hmm. you would believe whatever they believe. You know, yep. It's just like a religion. Mm-hmm. We don't think of it that way, but it is in a way. Yep. We are learning beliefs uh, the same. Instead of going to mass, we're watching a TV that's box. Right. We're watching a box tell us our mass. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and, and, and that's what we learn, and that's mm-hmm. what we believe in because yep. we saw it on TV, and those guys are good, and I like them, and yep. Zach is jacked, and uh, whatever. <laughs> Whatever works for you. I mean, that's yeah. the way we believe. And, and our perspective in life is always that way. Mm-hmm. It's it's whatever, you know, we enthrall. If we like something, maybe it's that same vibrational thing again. Absolutely. We tuned into yeah. them. So, okay, that's the way of doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, which is fine. It really is fine. It's just that, you know, we talk about this again. You know, do what you do. Don't criticize other people yeah, or whatever. That's just what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, don't, yeah, absolutely. don't go into that. And yeah. I want to uh, say hi to Nate in the audience. Uh, you know, and hopefully yeah, he can... Hi, yeah, if you uh, come to Spiraquist uh, this weekend, uh, Nate, uh, Stephen Scott will be there as long as the other guy there. Yes, the yeah. other one. Yeah, the other one. <laughs> Who's still on the airplane, right? <laughs> yes, I feel sorry for him. Yeah, actually. well, it sucks to be him. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so uh, that's that's kind of way I, what I feel about it. I'm not really mm-hmm. caught up in a lot of the ghost shows and, and to be honest with you I don't really watch them anymore I mean yeah. some of them just crack me up and and, uh, and I have to comment on them and, of course. and probably the, the one I comment on the most was the guys that blew up the ghost I, I, I still can't I didn't see that. still can't that wrap my little brain around that not that it might not it be right, but uh, I just can't get that. They blew up a ghost. Yeah, they blew up a ghost. That's got to hurt, huh? Is that like ghost dynamite? What do you use to blow dynamite. up a ghost? Dynamite. They use dynamite to blow up yeah. a ghost? What did they yeah. do? I, I've, I've completely missed this. Oh, yeah, they, they caught the ghost in a devil's box, which is basically okay. a box yeah, okay. with mirrors on all sides. Yeah. The ghost goes in it and uh-huh. somehow gets so confused he can't get out of it, mm-hmm. which... I suppose. Makes well, sense. actually, so they took it to the river and blew yeah. it up with dynamite. See, this makes sense in some way because, if from my perspective, yeah, you know, a ghost is negative energy. It's negative energy that's a human stain. Why that's are you left saying behind. it's negative energy? But, but it's, so it's the human stain that's left behind. I'll ask, oh, I, you I, don't believe ghosts as entities then? I don't think a ghost can talk to you. No, I believe a spirit can talk to you. I believe. Oh, wait, oh, okay, so you're you're just separating ghosts I'm, from I'm, spirits. I'm separating the two out. Yeah, as in, for me, a ghost is an energy. So that I mean, how do you separate a ghost from spirit? Well, I mean, if, if a place is haunted, what makes you think it's a ghost and not a spirit, or a spirit and not a ghost? Because for me, a spirit is a, a the living, continuous existence of a human soul or an animal soul. Yeah. A ghost to me 
is ghost energy. It's energy that's trapped. That's so it's like a residual energy. It's okay, psychic energy. So yeah. there's nothing to say that using some of the tools of the trade that you've got in ages old things like witchcraft and in Christian religions that you couldn't draw negative energy into something and systematically destroy it. You can't destroy energy. But I mean, and once again, how do you know it's a ghost and not a spirit? Because you, for me, you can communicate with a spirit. Yeah, but somebody who can't communicate, how do they know it's a ghost or a spirit? Oh, that's tough. That's a that's a hard one you know? because it's just down to them. Yeah, exactly. Do we measure ghost and spirit the same way? Will an EMF meter work on a spirit as a ghost? It's interesting because I, I don't know if that's a... Will a K2 meter work on them as a ghost? Well, Will a ghost box work speech. on them? <laughs> Will anything work on well, them? Well, anything. Uh, are we all just crazy? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out this weekend. Uh, that's right. We're going to do a lot of different things. Yeah. Uh, including... Okay, and oh. you should try this. Yes. It's the dead chamber. I'll, I really want to see this. The dead chamber. Well, hopefully I can put it back together. I, yeah. I've disassembled it for that. But the dead chamber, right, it's, think of it as a souped-up, uh, no, as a, a uh, psychomanthium chamber on steroids. It's, it's an acronym, isn't it? D-E-A-D. Yeah. Yeah, what does it, what does it stand for? Well, I actually retooled it. Uh, for its, I re, It stands for, no, let me get it because I just retooled this. It stands for deceased mm-hmm. entity. Mm-hmm. What's the A? Uh, alignment device. Ah, okay. Okay, well. The dead chamber, okay. So deceased entity, entity alignment, alignment device. device. Okay. So basically it would align past spirits. Uh-huh. So that they are on the same wavelength yeah. as you, okay. so that you would experience. <laughs> I suddenly feel sorry for them if they're on the same wavelength. As me. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So you can tune into it. So technically, anyone could then tune into spirit or ghosts. That's the theory through behind the it. That's through, interesting. Through the I'm dead chamber. Really excited about this now. Yeah. We've got to see this working. Yeah. yeah. We're going to do a lot of good things. You ever, you ever do dowsing? I've done it once or twice. Yeah. Uh, what kind of dowsing? Uh, we just. Actually, my wife and I tried a couple of psychic experiments where mm-hmm. you just place an object around about the house, don't tell them, and then go looking for it. Keep yep. the image in your head yep. and all that. Yeah, it did, didn't work for me. <laughs> uh, oh, you, did you have used L-rods or the pendulum? It, it was L-rods. It was actually oh, metal, L-rods. metal okay, so L-rods. Use L-rods. It, it right. wasn't pendulum dowsing. Yep. I'm, I'm a bit, I find myself dubious about pendulum dowsing because I feel I kind of think there's a wee bit of subconscious control. And it, my oh, wife does a well, lot of pendulum well, dowsing. Well, so so, what's wrong with that? I know when I think about it, there's absolutely nothing. What is Reiki? Exactly. Yeah, I'm looking it's for energy some kind passing of, through you. Yeah. So that's not necessarily a yeah. bad thing, yeah. as yeah. long Correct. as you have the right mental frame to do it. If yes. you uh, look, if you are trying to influence, in other words, if you're looking yeah. for the answer you want or yes. try to come and up. If you, you're going dowsing, saying, "Am I going to win a million bucks?" and spinning your hand in a clockwise yeah, yeah, direction, yeah, because yeah. you want to win a million bucks, yeah, yeah you're, you're influencing it. As long as you go in, as you say, with that neutral, monkey brain is what I like to call yeah, it. Yeah, blank slate, yeah. A blank slate, and you just go yeah. in. And so one of the things we're doing there at uh, Spirit Quest as well is we're going to be doing map dowsing, map dowsing, oh. treasure hunt. Oh, awesome! Yeah, okay. and uh, so Probably. basically we have hid some uh, gold coins. And VZ. Is and it real we, gold coins or chocolate ones? Uh, neither. It's plastic. <sighs> but each one of them have a number on it. And okay. the number on the coin gets you a prize. Good prize. Okay. So uh, we have a blown up map of VZ. So you can take a pendulum and... 
go over the map mm-hmm. and dials for it to find the things, and then you go out and see if you can find them. Superb. That sounds amazing. So that's uh, that's another experiment that's that we're doing. Yeah. Personally, people need to go to Spirit Quest just to do that. Oh, yeah. that, that would be awesome. Mm-hmm. If, honestly, if you go and go for just for that, that sounds absolutely these, incredible. These are all just in, included as well. Yeah. It, it, I usually suck at these types of things. Doesn't matter. See, I've already set myself up to exactly, fail. Exactly, exactly. I've, I've just made myself fail. That's why I'm so you, bad You don't know how many times. I mean, <laughs> I'm, my favorite thing of all is, is psychometry. I love psychometry, yeah, which is yeah. reading the energy in an object. And did you get me any? I, I couldn't get anything through. Uh, so they couldn't get damaged, uh, no, so no. unfortunately. Anyway, so anyway, um, you could have got me a rock from your house. Oh, okay. I didn't think about that. Yes. Mm-hmm. I forgot time to go back. You read energy. It doesn't really matter what it is. It doesn't yeah. have to be famous energy. I know. Maybe I've got something. Yeah. I have. There you go. I have. So anyways, uh, psychology, which I love, is is reading energy on, on an object. So a lot of people, I, I'll give it to them, and we do this in my paranormal study group, mm-hmm. and they'll say, oh, I suck at this right off the bat. Well, I says, no, you don't. You just, <laughs> you, you believe that, you are going to be. You just... You know, everybody wants more. They say, oh, I don't get anything. You get something. You absolutely get something. You just don't say it. That's the yes. simple thing. You don't relay it to us. Yep. You know, it could be a stupid thing. It could be a letter. It could be a color. Yeah. It could be an odor. It could be anything. Because mm-hmm. people word. don't want to be wrong. They don't want to be wrong. And, they, and, yeah, they they, and I always tell there's yeah. no wrong in Correct. psychology. Because yeah. what you the whatever you get from that object is what you got from it. Yes. It's not... Anything to do right or wrong, it's the energy you picked up. And who says that energy couldn't be given to you from the person next to you or handle it prior to you That's or right. for yep. energy in the room or whatever? You don't it's, know who's transferred the energy to you, that item at any one point. Yeah. So you the the, the idea with psychometric work, of course, is that, that the predominant um, energy in there would be the one that would be like most handled and so forth. It's have, a stronger energy. That have, would, have you ever done a multi-tune meditation? A multi-tune meditation? You, you're asking me to meditate? <laughs> I've got like ADA. I can't even say my prayers without okay. wandering off somewhere. What it is? Well, well, we have a uh, TV question, but go ahead. Go on with your multi-tune. The, the multi-tune meditation is, is mm-hmm. that yeah, what's great with think, things like psychometry, you go into a deep meditation to try and get to the core of something. Mm-hmm. Then you bring your consciousness up a bit and tune into a different vibration of energy and write down what you get again. Then try it on maybe one or two levels. And you might find that the information you get is pertinent to what happened originally. Then maybe something you've just written applied to the person who had it before you. Oh, maybe we'll and try this. Uh, you you okay. could try that. I, yeah. would, I could take you through a take yeah. us one you know, through the next maybe we'll do my, my paranormal study group one time. We can yeah. Skype it in, and you can sure. uh, yeah, talk that, to that, them. So, anyways, we have a question from Nate. You want to read it? Uh, can okay. you read? Can you read English? English. Or it, it's, it's not like Scottish. Strange you know? language, but yeah. we'll try. It says, "I watch a few TV shows and take it as comes because they're for entertainment purposes." I just take away the stuff that I agree with and believe is reasonable. But when they start disrespecting the environment, the physical location they're at, and spirits, that may be that it's just plain nonsense. Uh, sorry, that it's just plain nonsense. Yeah, I agree completely. It's great entertainment. A lot of these shows are good entertainment, mm-hmm. although there's a couple of them push the boundaries. Um, mm-hmm. But there, there is, it's just, it's good TV, and it's good to, it's, it's brain jelly TV. You sit back, you know, some, a packet of, crisps or chips uh-huh. uh, no a can of cola just sit and watch the telly for an or hour or a cold beer or a cold beer is even better <laughs> uh, and yeah but what what I don't agree with is when people start throwing their own negativity into a place mm-hmm. uh, I think that is very wrong you know 
there's a show just now I'm not going to name it but they've got various people take on various roles one's the antagonist and all this kind of thing and um, I just don't think it's right it's disrespectful to the people on the home it's disrespectful to the history and all the things that have happened there but worse still you're throwing your own psychic rubbish into that environment by throwing your own anger out mm-hmm. and anger only generates anger we're back to Yoda again yeah you yeah. know much anger I feel in you yeah. not you Ron but yeah, yeah, yeah. well yeah I got that message <laughs> yeah, sure. uh, but that's that's interesting because you know I, I've noticed like uh, the Hooten Mansion uh, which we, we investigated the first time and the energy in there felt certain way mm-hmm. and since then it's become a bit of a, like a paranormal tourist trap and it's been investigated investigated mm-hmm. investigated and, that, and I, I I take that word back because tourist trap sounds like uh, more negative it's become it popular be. yeah it's become really popular and it's been investigated investigated and I think now last time I went there the, the energy isn't totally different mm-hmm. because I think there's a lot of energy that's the family in the car crash isn't it yeah. And, yeah, and yeah. The, you know, I think the energy changes, and, and a lot of people bring other energy. In, yes, and this energy gets imprinted as well. It's, and then sometimes the energy just becomes the energy you want it to be. That's right. It muddies the waters. And mm. yeah, absolutely. I firmly believe if you go into a location with a bad with a bad attitude and the wrong mindset, you attract negative stuff to mm-hmm. yourself. You know. Well, I mean, the problem not... with it is that a lot of uh, shows uh, and, and a lot of people that do events and stuff is they want to always bring it up a notch you know it's, yes, it's yeah. like you know I, I remember Ghost Hunters when they first came out they were like you know 50% of the time they would debunk everything and say this place wasn't haunted well then the next thing you know it, every, it was pretty much haunted all the time and then mm-hmm. now it's demonic haunting so yeah, you, you, you just got to get more yeah. stronger and stronger you, yeah. you've got to you know, be more frightening. You've got to be the haunted house. It's you know, the one that's in the, yeah. the carnival. Yeah. Uh, not necessarily the real life one, the one that's in the carnival, the yes, one we the see one the movies on. Yes. The one the freak show, the one yes. the negativity, the one head spinning round and soup flying against the wall somewhere, you know, it's, yeah, it's not, and, and that's not what it's about. It's, no. it's supposed to, we're all supposed to be, you know, trying to progress whatever discipline we're doing, whether it's, you know, Searching for ghosts, working as yeah. a medium, whatever sp- our spiritual path is, we should be making that a more positive experience. It should be positivity that comes out of this. Because what we're trying to do, we're trying to investigate to show that, mm-hmm. you know, you, th- I'm going to use a phrase from a lady, in, who, an old lady in Glasgow who's no longer with us, I, I believe her name is Jean Primrose. Mm-hmm. Her, quote, her favourite quote was, You can't die for the life of you. Can't die for the life of you. And, like uh, that's what we are trying to prove. Mm. You can't die for the life of you. How should? What, at what point did that become a negative experience? Mm-hmm. And it's a pity when that happens. Yeah, you know, you know it's an interesting thing is, is that I, because of all things I've gone through, is I no longer fear death. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't want to die because of my wife. Um, yeah. But I mean, my time is my time is. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, oh, I want to give a shout-out to uh, Collinwood, our final mansion, as, as they call. Yeah. Uh, haven't seen these guys in a while. Hey. <laughs> so, anyways, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting stuff. And, and a lot of times, uh, if we go out there looking for things, we actually, uh, you know, create some of that stuff we mm-hmm. put in there. By, yeah, completely. By doing it in the shows and stuff. So, anyways... Um, 
I just thought, lost my train of thought. I had a question for you, too. <laughs> oh, my God. I, you know, I love talking. I mean, you know, this is the cool thing about what I do is I get to talk to people like you and and uh, the other Steve, unfortunately, and uh, other interesting people that, uh, you know, they have different points of view, and, and it's cool. And you can, you can throw stuff out there, you know, uh, people of like mind. Not necessarily that we agree with each other, no. but... We are open-minded enough to say, okay, hey, that's interesting, that's it. Uh, we had a guy from uh, the Fortinian Society. You ever hear of them? The Fortinian Society? Yeah. Yes, of course, yeah. 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 And, uh, in fact, it was Gordon Rudder. He was on, and we were talking about the glass forts of... Yes, uh, I missed that on of, Tuesday. Uh, Scotland and, and mm -hmm. Ireland, too. But, uh, in fact, if you listen to uh, Ghost Chronicles uh, International... Uh, you can catch that one. It was interesting because of these things. But he belo he's belongs to that Fortinian society thing mm -hmm. or whatever it is. It's kind of cool because they all look at all these strange things. I mean, and that's I mean that's what I love in life is all the mystery in life. Mm -hmm. It really is. Like Arthur C. Clarke. If I could be yeah, anyone, yeah. I would be Arthur C. Clarke. Yeah, that's up. how I started. Arthur C. Clarke. Really? Arthur C. Clarke's Mysterious World used to be on TV. Then there was this magazine was released called The Unexplained. It was a weekly yeah. that he collected. I've still got it. Oh, really? Yeah, I've still got it. It's like, it's, it's like 120 issues collected in the Where's money now? It's still, yeah, it's worth about... 12p? Yeah, $10. So lucky. Uh, if I find a good buyer. And, uh, yeah, that's how it all started. Uh, and it's... You know, the, I think everyone's got this... Well, I think we've just got this inherent interest in things that are above and beyond the normal. And yeah. I don't think we should be discouraged from that because no. I personally believe it's very healthy. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's it, creative. It is. It's important. And the interesting thing, it's all about point of view. I mean, you look, I mean, I, I watched the uh, ancient ast the astronaut, I mean, what are the UFO guys, right? Once yes. in a while. Uh, once in a while. Uh, um, especially the ancient astronaut stuff and all that crap. Mm -hmm. um, but to them, anything there has always got to be ancient astronauts. Mm hmm. But, you know, what is an ancient astronaut? What is an alien? Yes. Oh, we're talking could, as, Aztec-level astronauts here. Could be, could aliens actually be God? They could very well be. They always say, God is an alien. Yes. But why can't it be the other way around? That an alien could be God. There's nothing <laughs> to say it couldn't be. There's absolutely nothing to say that our DNA didn't start on another world somewhere and came here. Yeah. You, you, you know, it's not an impossible thing to think about. I'm not putting my name down to that. I'm just saying that it's not an impossible thing to think about. Mm -hmm. Because we live in a, a cosmos... Yeah, well, we all know that men are from Mars and women are from Venus. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely, yes, yeah. according to the book. Yeah. They, they, should, they should be paying you for publishing and yeah. advertising. <laughs> uh, but the... I mean, there's, there's aspects of us, there's atoms in our body that have probably been around, when you think about it, mm -hmm. since the dawn of the universe. Mm -hmm. we, we, you know, we've got that essential energy within us. That same creative spark is the same creative spark that gives life itself mm -hmm. as well. You can call that God. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Because I was, the, the, the big question I always had is, right, if I want to make a spark, I need a flint and... Steel, mm -hmm. or I need to press a button on a cooker. Yeah, uh, one or the other. <laughs> where did the energy for the spark come from? Mm. The Big Bang took place. Where did the energy? Yeah, but was there, the what was there before the Big exactly, Bang? Exactly. What, what caused <laughs> I'm that? Sorry, hello. Uh, before the Big Bang, there was the big thing blowing up the big balloon that caused the big balloon. Oh, that I don't know. I don't <laughs> know. You know, so yeah, you get all sorts of metaphysical mindsets, and you know. Well, that's why. Right. That shows you how 
small our minds are and, yeah. and how much knowledge we really know. Yeah, we really but know nothing. I was sitting here and you were talking about all that stuff about the atoms again? Yes. Hello. So that means we aren't really one. We're, we're like a million atoms, right? Yes. The, so once again, maybe we're all at greater consciousness again. We're exactly. all little this is how this works. Yeah, this is how this works because <laughs> there's so nothing cool. to say that we are all composed of... If, if you were to go to the farthest reaches of the universe mm-hmm. and grab a piece of material from there, whatever it is, it would be comprised of the exact same stuff as you and me. Mm-hmm. We're all comprised of the exact same form of matter at its base level, you know, and so we are, we are all children of the stars, technically, and I liked it. I like that analogy. That was a an old Aikido uh, master who was the first person I heard say that. Aikido? I've studied Aikido. I've I did too. Yeah. Oh, did you? Yeah. Get out of here. There's so much synchronicity tonight, folks, it's uh, unbelievable when oh, we're yeah. talking. Well, I was uh, in college. Really? Yeah. I'm a third dad in Aikido. Oh, you're better than I am. I know that, but that's... <laughs> but uh, it was all saying that said that. We are children yeah. of the stars. The matter that created the universe is the same matter that's in our veins. Mm. And it's the same type of... The whole sense was the founder of Aikido for anyone that doesn't know. Uh, so, yeah, that was one of his quotes. It's a martial art discipline, basically. It, it's a talking. defensive martial art discipline yeah. that's all about oh, taking energy stuff. and redirecting it. Exactly. Again, we're back there again. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, taking... You know, changing... The, the nature of one thing into something else. Huh. So this is cool stuff, really. Is. <laughs> yeah, well, we need another beer, though. <laughs> <laughs> we need beers to start. <laughs> Anyways, um, we're running out of time here, unfortunately. Karina wants with some wine. wine. Yeah. yeah, you can have it for. You can have Anne's wine since she's not here with us tonight. <laughs> There's always because Anne is whining, anyways. I'm sure. Mm. <laughs> oh, you get to meet her soon, huh? Yes, that, you know, you'll, lucky you'll, you. you'll notice I said ooh there so I don't get a slap. Lucky you. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, so Spirit Quest, we, you're going to talk a little bit about uh, history of yes, spiritualism yeah. as well. I've been doing a lot of, uh, I've actually found a lot of interesting things, uh, things mm-hmm. I didn't know, and also a couple of potential legends that I'm going to ask people to go away and find out about. Really? And see if they can uh, dredge up some of them. Yeah. <laughs> Homework. You're getting spiritual homework. Yep. So, anyways, the that was the uh, doorbell, which means pizza from the dead is here. We, we already had our pizza. We've had pizza. Oh yeah. Did we leave any for Steve? I think maybe. 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 I always like your thing. Well, uh, he, he, can al- he can always lick the box. You say. <laughs> yeah. That's what the <laughs> hell was that? You can lick the box. Oh, well, you can get the flavor. Of yeah. It. Is that a Scottish thing or is it? Uh, no, I'm just hungry. It's because Steve, <laughs> Steve is English and you're Scottish. <laughs> no, it's going not back to that again. Huh? All right. Okay. Okay. Here we go. There's about eight. Uh, there's about six pieces left. Here. Yeah, 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 yeah. I restrained myself. <laughs> So, anyways, I want to thank you so much for uh, joining me today, oh, and, and I look forward to seeing you at Spirit Quest. If you haven't got tickets, you can certainly uh, get them this weekend. Um, come visit us Saturday or Sunday, and uh, have a good time. Even Friday night, we're doing a red light science, which is kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be awesome. I'm really I'm well. So uh, you're going to be kind of, uh, you know. Yeah, I'm not saying too oh, much. Oh, here we go. Uh, Excellent. Yeah. I've, 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 I've been, I can do a bit of trance, but I can't guarantee anything will happen. <laughs> Anyways, uh, also, you'll be doing some readings over at Circles. Yes, I'm doing readings at Circles, uh, and I'll also be there at Spirit Quest as well. Yep, I'm doing there. readings there uh, as well. And I'm really looking forward to Circles. I can't wait to meet yep, Kathy and, and the team over there. Uh, yeah, hopefully tomorrow, and Dining with the Dead on Monday night, it's which is be, pretty much about sold out. So Yeah, can't wait uh, for that. That's going to be good. Even though you don't know what it's about. No, uh, <laughs> it's, it's all planned out. It's all planned out now. It's okay. Oh, uh, what, I, what I found out, that, 
the psychic supper in the dining room with the dead is a little tell, different. Yeah. You, you, a psychic supper in the UK is different from over here, apparently. Ever um, apparently, yeah. Yeah, completely different. <laughs> so I've got to do a lecture, which I've now prepared. No, it's so not a lecture. Is it not? What is it you said? No. Well, it, it's... Yeah, it's 57 seconds. That's okay, I just, I'm just yeah, whatever. Wait, engineering me. Come on, me, and you'll find out. <laughs> yeah, come on, Monday, and I'll find out what I'm supposed to be doing that I don't know. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so we want to thank everyone for tuning in, and uh, good night, and God bless everyone. Yeah, good night, all. to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us good love.